hesitation got me going crazy keep it moving i'm tuned in to true north racing the podcast that you need if you got the need for speed john morrison interviewing guests in the industry short track stock car racing gotta get it hyped saturday night under the lights hear the engine rooming by smell the gas and feel the vibe going into overdrive drop the flag then the car zooming by hey true north racing let's go Hello, guys, and welcome back to the True North Racing Podcast. I am Megan Mitchell, and the host is John Morrison. You're the host, too. I'm a co-host. But no one's the main host here. We're both co-hosts. You can't just call me out saying I'm a host here. Then my my co-host is John Morrison. (laughs) How's it going, Megan? Pretty good. How are you? Not bad. How was your weekend? It was busy, really busy, but it was really good. I've had a really good weekend. Yeah, what'd you get up to? Oh, sorry. What'd you get up to? Um, Saturday, I had a family reunion, which we haven't had in like three years because of COVID. So that was really good. It was really fun. It was a long day. Got to reconnect with some cousins and stuff. So that was fun. And then... Today we had the from from the heart local. from the heart local yeah. market. Yeah, so it's been a long day. I've been up since five a.m., which is not not normal for me. Like the earliest I wake up for work is like six thirty. So, but it's been I, good. It was well worth it. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, honestly, I feel the same way because last night Jacqueline and I went out to Peterborough. And to hang out, go hang out with Brandon Feeney. And then, you know, same thing today. Jacqueline mm-hmm. had to go to work this morning. So I I felt like I needed, I needed to have a due diligence to help her out. So I made sure I helped her out and make sure she got up in the morning. So mm-hmm. I got up at five o'clock, helped her, made sure she was, uh, she made sure oh. she was awake. And then uh, I ended up going back to bed till about 6 a.m. And uh, that's when Jacqueline left. So. That's when I woke up and I was, uh, uh, I was stuck. I was, I was stuck mm-hmm. awake. So started getting ourselves ready. And, uh, yeah, it was, today was so much fun though. I, first it of all, really fun. what was, uh, what was your favorite part? I don't know. The whole, as weird as it is, almost the setting up of everything. Yeah was fu- really fun for me like i i really enjoyed the whole day like it lit- it felt like a little jomo media family reunion because i mean most of us race at different tracks different divisions and we don't get to actually formally like meet each other and stuff or see each other so it's like it was really good to just hang out meet everyone and it was fun like we got to do stuff like that more often you're you're not wrong. That was a that was a lot of fun considering our uh, our group chat. So on fr- Friday, I finally put us all into a group chat <laughs> for uh, for the event on today, and uh, you know I didn't even put the address until yesterday. I I feel personally I was like I felt like <laughs> mentally I was prepared. But yeah. Like, after getting start realizing I'm starting to not get stuff done, I'm like. I am not prepared at all. I was worrying about <laughs> other things I should not have been worrying about. And, yeah. you know, but today went off 
without a hitch pretty much mm-hmm. um the only the only downside was is uh alex stewart beat me to the venue yeah <laughs> alex we gotta understand i have a really bright car <laughs> i get you have a bright vehicle too but both <laughs> of us getting to the event at the same time i feel like maybe a tad bit hypocritical <laughs> no one's no one's gonna miss us um but yeah he beat me by about uh i'd, I'd say about minimum 10 minutes Holy. so to be fair i did have to stop for um uh i stopped for uh ice on the way mm-hmm. so i waited till i was just about in town and obviously to get the ice and then I zipped on over in there. He was already parked, ready, ready to off, almost ready to offload. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus, man, making me look bad. Saying like, oh, yeah, I'll be there between eight and eight thirty. And here you are before eight o'clock before I like, I feel like Alex was the most hyped because he was like the first one there, first one offloaded and the last one to load up. <laughs> like, <Yep>. he... <laughs> he, he had a lot of fun. He was, yeah, you know, it was a good day. It, it was it was nice to have Alex Stewart. I'm going to run them off in order here. <laughs> so we had Alex Stewart. I'm still messing up her last name. I'm so sorry I if you're listening. Say, you should have figured out how to say. I that. should have <laughs> asked her that today, and I feel so <laughs> stupid now. We had uh, Sarah Gianni and Nick Tooley from Peterborough, or not Peterborough? Jesus Christ! From Sunset. Let's try this again. <laughs> we had Alex Stewart. We had Sarah Gianni and Nick Tooley who race up at Sunset. We had uh, who was next? This, uh, they were they were you you guys were next. It was me. Yeah, it was my dad. Well, your dad's <laughs> car. Which hold up for okay before we get any further. I love the throwback <laughs> scheme that you guys. I'm gonna put this up in the video. Mm-hmm. Um. It's up now on her on MRC. Is it up on the MRC page? I guess on all social medias now. All right. So if you guys haven't checked it out, MRC just dropped a throwback paint scheme that their dad, Rick, Megan's dad, Rick, will be running in select events, I'm assuming, this year. Hopefully they get out for some practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a throwback scheme to, uh, you know, we're going to bring him on in a few weeks. I'm just going to call him out now. Rick, if you're (laughs) listening, you're coming on in a few weeks. (laughs) For episode 73, we already have it lined up. You're coming on. Uh, but he he threw it back. I love it. It looks fantastic. I was I you guys have been teasing for a couple weeks now. And That's so hard. <laughs> like I've been enjoying seeing the updates, but I've also been enjoying, you know, seeing the process and you guys just, even just teasing me a little bit as to what it would look like. Mm-hmm. and it turned out fantastic the hand-painted numbers the orange the bright orange and of course we cannot go wrong with a jomo media sticker a lift the visor sticker and i'm gonna say graphic ink design mm-hmm. i get i think she kind of like combined them so it's like graphing okay yeah. so yeah. rachel it's- if you're listening as well you may as well tell, tell me how it's gonna go but <laughs> first of all i gotta give it oh, actually i'm gonna grab it real quick I had to go so far. My damn headphones <laughs> didn't go with me. That was a hike. I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> oh, Phil, eh? That's another story. I'm going to get in trouble for that one. But So I, <laughs> I'm moving the mic real quick. 
And for people who are listening on Face or on uh, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, you guys have to go over to YouTube and check this out. But I'm going to show up our banner real quick. As much as I can. <laughs> so that banner is now going to be used for all general media events that we end up attending from here on out. Uh, first of all, I got to give a big shout out to Rachel for designing that uh, in such a short time. It looks fantastic. I got to thank John Carly for getting it printed for me. It, it absolutely looks amazing. Um, but yeah, I, if you guys are looking for, for a design, get, give Rachel Mitchell a shout. She, she's got some sick-ass design. She's designed Scott, uh, Scott Tonelli's hero cards, Rick's hero cards. Did she also design up your guys' last year too? Um, not our hero cards. What she made us was just like a, a poster. Chase okay. and I a poster made for like our end of season thing so yeah but we just kind of printed them off to take them but but they weird. look good oh yeah it was so cool um we had about we had six cars mm-hmm. i didn't even finished the list here then, yeah uh, michael kenny was next followed by scott Sinelli short very shortly after mm-hmm. and then la- the last ones to show up for cars related were uh Madison team camp with uh, Morgan Robson racing. Uh, they were the last cars to show up. We had six of them, which was awesome. I was only, I was only guesstimating that we're going to have me one or two, actually not going to lie. Um, that was really good. Yeah. And then Cam Thompson came fashionably late and then Brandon Feeney and Victoria McLennan uh, showed up uh, about halfway through over halfway through. Mm-hmm. But the cool part was, is we got a new Joe media driver out of it. Victoria okay. McLennan has joined the Jomo Media uh, racing group here. Uh, it's, man, it's, how cool is that? We wasn't expecting to sign a new driver. He's like, oh, yeah, we got uh, someone new coming with us. I'm like, all right, cool. No worries. Um, oh, man, dude, do I have any? They're too far from <laughs> me that's right now. But I'll, I'll grab them for after. But we are going to get as many of our drivers as possible to sign a cup. Uh, my friend Taylor yeah. Sheen, she sold, she she got she had a few more of our tumblers made up, which Megan officially has one of hers now. And uh look at that. It's awesome. I love it. Um I think we needed we next year, you know, I got some I've got some design options already in the works for next year. We're gonna do more of a bulk order over the winter times to stock up before events so that way we're good at uh, events going forward. But they, mm-hmm. she also gave us a blank one. And I'm going to try to get to all of our drivers and get it signed. Then at the end of the year, we're going to do a giveaway. Oh, that'd be cool. We're going to do a giveaway for the cup. And maybe we'll try and throw in some hero cards from our Joe Media drivers. And we'll throw in some, try and get some swag uh, as well from some of the drivers. And that way we can uh, make the prize pack a little bit sweeter. So uh, once I figure out how we're going to do that, Stay tuned. So it's going to be probably about October, November, probably November is when we're going to do it. So I know we're a few months out, but stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, we couldn't ask for a better day today. Mm-hmm. The sun was shining. Not a whole lot of wind, enough wind to keep us cool. We also had a lot of shade. Uh, the market was fantastic. Uh, Got to give a big shout out to From the Heart Local great group of guys and or sorry great group of ladies who run it mm-hmm. 
D. Irving and Taylor Sheen, they put on one heck of a show. Um, first of all, first of all, can we talk about the food? I am so sad that I didn't actually you, go over and get any. But like I was sitting there while you were eating yours and I'm like, That's you needed so to. Good. Oh, it was <laughs> absolutely delicious. I got to get the name of the lady who made up the, the sandwiches, but they were absolutely delicious. The croissant was nice and fluffy. The chicken was nice and hearty. Oh, she makes those croissants herself. That does not surprise me. Um, not Taylor, but the other lady that she works with. Yeah, D. D. Yeah, that's that's what she was telling my mom and I that this lady like makes it all, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then of course she had her little daughter, who had a strawberry lemonade. Mm, Oh, that was really good. Oh my goodness, that was so good. We, I, I didn't get a chance to really. I, I found if I went off and stopped and talked to someone, I was there for about ten to fifteen minutes talking to someone. Then <laughs> I would come back and I was gonna go do something else, and I'm talking to our, you know, our group of guys for ten to fifteen minutes. I'm like, I'm, you know what? Everything I had planned that I was gonna do, yeah. I'm just like went out the window. We're just, I'm gonna have fun today. We're just gonna have fun. Not yeah. even gonna work. Not even gonna make it like a work event. Just gonna have us all have fun. Yeah. Um. But no, that was that was so much fun. Uh, I saw that you guys had traveled around to a couple of the booths. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think of it? It was really good. There was some really nice stuff there. Like they had all the snacks. Um, I think it, I think it was that D's son. Yeah, maybe? Owen Snack Shack doing the snacks, and he had some really good baked goods. And then she had like framed bugs and different little yeah. stuff. Those that were was so really- cool. And then she had some dream catchers. There's lots of little like, um, like little stones. The little, I don't know what you would call it. My sister would know. like crystals. Yeah, yeah. Lots of difference that. And then oh my gosh, that candle booth. I'm so sad that they packed up before I got the chance to go back over because there was one. It was like a mojito scented candle, and it smelled so good. Like, oh my gosh, I wanted to eat it. <laughs> But the cool, I'm going to be honest, the cool thing about D is, uh, is I didn't know this until we were there even, mm-hmm. was that she's legally blind. So she can only yeah. see only a few feet in front of you. So the dream catcher she was making was all by feel, mm-hmm. which to me makes that even more special. It does. Like, uh, they were absolutely stunning. Like, I kind of wish I kind of went and picked up one. I, know, kind of, I wanted to. Um but I just, I just thought it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, oh, uh, so before we even get any further into the <laughs> show here, we are not doing a Joe Media Rundown this week. Uh, one, because we've been absolutely busy and slammed all day, uh, making sure the show went off without a hitch. The, the, our, the, uh, being at the market went off without a hitch. And then of course, by the time we got, we all got home, uh, yeah, I just it, it and got offloaded and everything. And Jacqueline's parents came home. They they came back from the states, so they had goodies to show us. Which, by the way, <laughs> guess who got Dr Pepper Cherry? Ooh. This guy. Ooh. Oh, I'm so happy. So so happy. That'd be good. Oh, you have no idea. I I already have it in the <laughs> fridge. Just chilling, just waiting just, for you. Oh. It's sitting in there until after the show. 
<laughs> but uh, so we're not gonna have any more rundown. We're gonna f- we're gonna continue this chat just after our conversation. So uh, why don't we get Jaden Chapman in the room here? He's driver of the number thirteen Pro Late Model at Delaware Speedway. Let's bring in uh, Jaden. All right, guys. This week on the True North Though Racing Podcast, we are sitting down with the driver, the number thirteen Pro Late Model from Delaware Speedway. It's Jaden Chapman. Jaden, how are you, man? Doing well yourself? Doing well, thank you. Thank you for uh, joining us this week. Um, how's uh, how's your how's your weekend? It's been quite busy between racing at Delaware Friday and my son racing at Grand Bend on Saturday. So today we've been trying to get caught back up. For sure. You so you run the Pro Late Model down at Delaware, and then your son runs a mini truck I, up at Grand Bend, right? Yes. So busy, busy weekend for you guys. Um, what's the kind of, uh, I, I, where, so we're, you don't have to tell us exactly where you live, but how far between, how far from Delaware are you and how far from Grand Band are you? We're 45 minutes each way. So oh. 45 to 50 minutes to Delaware, 45, 50 minutes to Grand Band. Okay. So that's not, that's not terrible at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so how's, how's, so I'm going to, I'm going to, sorry. I, I know before we brought you, before we start recording, we're going to talk about the 2022 season at the end. Um, but how's your 20, how's your year been going so far? Uh, it's probably been one of the worst years of my career so far. Yes, we've got a cut, like a win at Delaware, but we've been caught up in a wreck almost every race this year. It's been quite expensive. So we've just last race, we just took it easy and made sure the car came home in one piece since the first time out of five races. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I see some of the work you guys have been putting in over the uh, past few weeks and, uh, you know, I, one thing I'm going to say is I like, I like the looks of your car. It, just, it sucks when, uh, when, when it gets beat up and unfortunately that's kind of what's been happening to you this year. Uh, if it's not one thing, it's another, it seems like. Yeah. But it's one of those things you, I can look at the negative where I've been so lucky for the past 10 seasons of racing other cars, not having many wrecks. So it's just probably all catching up with me at once right now. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. Yeah. You, you never want that to happen to begin with, but you're right though. Sometimes you're just going to have those years. Um, yep. So we're going to jump all, we're going to start now. We're going to start all the way back at the beginning. Uh, when was your first memory of going to a racetrack? Uh, so my first memory is going to go watch my cousin, Jason race at Delaware in the Enduro series. But even further back, I never I don't remember going to the track, but when I was, three years old my dad started an enduro back when they had over 150 175 cars so i remember playing in his car all the time i don't really remember going to the track i mostly remember going to my cousin's races when i was i want to say seven. Oh wow as yeah. a and then uh so when was your fir- so when did you first get a taste of you know getting behind the wheel of saying like this is what something i want to do i think is the first time i ever got a I built my own go-kart lawnmower racer that I called it when I was nine years old. I used to run around the backyard. And I, from that point on, I always kept telling my parents I wanted to race a car and they kept telling me I was crazy. I mean, to drive a race car, you do have to be a little bit crazy. I'm going to be honest with you, but yeah. not, not too, too crazy uh, to, as to uh, essentially overdo it. So when was, so when did you first get, when was what was your first race car when what how old were you when you started racing so i started out i wanted to save up when i was actually building a drag racing car with my dad we had a 66 impala we were going to build to go drag racing and then a guy named dave webster had an enduro car which was an old 84 cutlass and i kind of saw that and 
jump ship from the Impala and we bought this cutlass that was a jalopy, had no body on it. And we, I was 13 years old when we looked at it and I kept saving up money over the years because I always wanted to get a car. And when I turned 14, I had enough money and we made a deal and bought it. And then we bought a parts car and built it. And my first race, I was 15. Oh, wow. So, and just that is, so how long have you been, so how, because I don't know how old you are. How long have you been racing for then? This is my 11th season. Okay. So nice, nice long career. 12th season. Time flies. Yeah, it certainly does. But as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters, right? Yep. So your first car was a, sorry, it was a Cutlass, right? Yeah, it was an 84 Cutlass. 84 Cutlass. And you were running it out of Delaware as well? Yeah, uh, in the Enduro Series back then. All right, so let's jump ahead to your first race. You're 15 years old. You strap behind the wheel of the car. How did that feel? What was your emotions? What like what do you remember about the day? Well, obviously, I was I was a punk 15k getting in a race car. I think I was going to light the world on fire. I got <laughs> in my first lap. I realized I am way over my head. <laughs> so it was just my dad always had a saying: just go out and do circles. And whoever you can find that's a little bit faster than you, follow them for as long as you can. You may only follow them for three laps, but then the next time they come around, you might follow them for five laps. So I just kept doing that my whole first year. I'd find who's a little bit faster with me. And I just kept trying to stick with them as long as I could. And then just kept working my way up over the years. You know, that's a, that's a good way to really look at it. I've never thought about mm-hmm. something like that. Like I've always heard of like stick behind the fastest guy, but like, you know, sometimes I, I've done the same thing. I've told, I told, uh, I was spotting for a guy. I told him stick behind the stick behind this car within half a lap. He was gone. My buddy was nowhere to be found from him. So he, he couldn't even follow him. Uh, but you know, you're, you're right though. You should be essentially following someone who's a little bit faster and try to stick with them. Well, it was really easy in the Enduro when there's a hundred cars on the yeah. track at once. Yeah. That that's easy. How long, so how long were the Enduros back then? When I started, there were 175 lap races. With a break at 75 or just? No, straight through. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we had 32-gallon fuel cells in the car, and you'd use all 32 gallons. Oh, boy. That's that's intense. <laughs> yeah. It was, but being in the car, it was one of those, you were in the car that long, and nothing else mattered. Mm-hmm. But trying to survive. So in that first season, how many, uh, how many Enduros did you do? Uh, I think we did nine races and I think I finished 12th in points my first season. Okay. So that's not terrible. Yeah. It was, it was a learning curve and then progressed and next season we improved a little bit more. As long as you kept improving, right? So when that, did you, sorry, go ahead. That's all we try to do is we always tell my son the same thing. All that matters. He wins can come and go. The biggest thing is as long as you improve yourself every race. Yeah, that's all you ever want to do. Um, so you how long did you race Enduros for? So I raced Enduros right up until the Enduro division kind of dried out and they rolled Delaware rolled into the V8 stock division. Okay. Which I believe was in 2013. No, 2012, they rolled them into just the V8 stocks. So we ended up, we had this 84 Cutlass all the way up until 2011. I was gone to wreck. And then my girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, my dad, we built this Camaro in three weeks. 
to make it for the next enduro race. And it was kind of something special because right off the trailer, I got my first ever top five in an enduro. And we just kept working on that car and we rolled into a V8 stock and it turned out to be a pretty dominant V8 stock car. Nice. So uh, was it that the 2012 season would have been the first, or the 2012 or 2013 season would have been your first year in the VA stock. Yeah. What was, what was that essentially going from running 175 laps to essentially running a heat race and then going into a feature? What was the, how, was there a lot you had to learn? Was, what was the transition like for you? So for me, I'm a very patient driver. I like to wait out. So it stopped being a marathon for me and I had to learn to sprint because I'm going from having 175 laps to figure it out to only having 35 laps. So it's just getting my head wrapped around to abusing tires and throwing the car in as hard as I can for 35 laps straight, as opposed to just cruising for the first three quarters of the race and pushing hard for the last quarter. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's, it, it's, it's such a, it takes a toll on you mentally to really, uh, to really transition yourself from that. Um, so you, you said it was a dominant car, right? Almost right away in the V8 stocks. Mm-hmm. What, how was like, how dominant was it? Like, were we looking at feature wins here? We were looking at top so, fives each week. So our first season, we were consistently a top three car. We just couldn't, we always had bad luck. We get out front and we break an axle or we'd break a rotor or we'd lose a tire. It's just kept pounding our head against the wall because we get out front and something always happened. So over the for after the first V8 season, we took the car, rebuilt it, and we got linked up with one of my best friends now is Chris Lawrence. And he taught us some setup things. And our first race out, uh, that for the, I believe it was the 2013 season. No, it would be 2014 season. Yeah, 2014 season. We roll out in that car. We started the heat race in seventh, and by lap two, I was leading, and we won that. And then the feature that day, we started ninth, and by lap four, I was leading. And I think we're about 15 laps into the 35-lap race, and I, my crew standing on pit road, and I thought they're, like, doing the wave. So then it turns out about three laps later, I watched guys coming off of turn four, and I was watching the second and third-place car wreck going into turn one. Oh, wow. So in less than 15 laps, we almost lapped the whole field. This is back when the V8 stock used to have 22, 24 cars consistently. That's, geez, I, I mean, I'm just thinking right now, like, Jesus, that's, an, first of all, that's impressive mm-hmm. that by lap 15 of a 35 lap feature, you're already, you know, you're almost already lapped the whole field. Yeah. But so essentially that second season, you were, it, it was, it was a pretty decent season for you. Yeah, so season? We won, yeah, we won that race, and then my dad gave me crap. He's like, "Oh, you can't, you can't show all your cards at once. You gotta do this, you gotta do that." And I was still pretty young. Yeah. So the second race, I went out and I hung out the back for the whole race, just kind of cruised. And when they got ten to go, I just drove through up, up through the field and won. Yeah. So then, of course, when you start winning like that, people start protesting, and we unfortunately got disqualified because our valve springs were so old. They actually expanded and became unsprung yeah and they were three thousandths of an inch too wide <laughs> so they dq'd me for it and i'm like okay whatever they took all our points of money and i just said well if that's how you want to be and they gave us a part number for a valve spring that we could run well 
when we put that valve spring in, my engine made more power. So we went back and won the next race. <laughs> so we lost 300 points that night. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Paul Fothergale that's ran at Delaware for years. He's like yeah. the most championship winning driver at Delaware. He's an older gentleman. So he and I were battling for the championship that year. I lost 300 points. So essentially a whole night. We came back that season and lost the championship by one point. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, so that's a tough that, way. Yeah. So after that season, we, we kind of wore our welcome out in the V8 stock class. Yeah. <laughs> so we rolled into the super stock class. And what was that? Uh, what, so did you have to go out and get a new car? Did you just roll that car over? Or? So funny enough, the gentleman I bought my first ever enduro car off of had a super stock. So I called him and we made a deal. So I bought my first ever super stock off the guy that sold me my first ever race car, Dave Webster. Nice. Which is an old Jamie Grover car. Okay. So, and we could never figure that car out. That, it was that bad, eh? It, well, it's just, it was a big, a lot bigger jump from the V8 stock to the super stock than what we anticipated. And we were just constantly trying to figure the car out, understand everything. And the caliber, like the talent of super stocks then was just insane because you had the Gary Adrianson, the Daryl Lake, the Dave McCullough, the Brandon Verhoeven. So it was just constantly trying to learn and we, we rolled in the same time Jake Sheridan started running. So we're battling with him, trying to understand it. And we're just a real small team. So it was one of those, we tried our best. I think we got a couple top fives, but that was about the best we could do with that. So how long did you stay in the uh, super stock series before moving up to the late models? So we, we were in it for two seasons. We were, we went to post our super stock for sale and we were actually going to build a new car. This was some of the stuff that was with this car we didn't quite like. So when we posted it for sale, a gentleman offered us a partial trade deal. So we traded the super stock for our first late model. Because as of just one of those things that when the deal came up, it was one of those, well, if we get the late model, we're not any money out of pocket. We'll try late models. If we like it, we like it. If not, we'll sell it. Then we'll build the super stock. But clearly we ended up falling in love with the late models. <laughs> You know what? That's usually the case that I hear is that uh, when, once you go to a late model, it, nothing else really matters. Yeah. It's just super stocks. Like They're awesome. They're fun to drive. If I could, I'd drive another one. But there's, there's a lot of work involved with them trying to find stock clip, like stock Camaro clips and all. Everything's <laughs> so custom and you have to source so many things. And it's nice with late models. Most of the stuff you can buy off the shelf. Yeah. So it makes it a little nicer if you wreck something. It's a little easier to find the part. Parts are a little more readily available in the bodies. Well, back when I ran in uh, the super stock, they had the all fiberglass body, and you looked at those things and they cracked. <laughs> yeah, because that's when they because uh, of what they moved to that newer style body in what 2011, I want to say. Yeah. 2010, 2011 is when they kind of went to that fiberglass body to kind of differentiate themselves from. Uh, uh looking from a v8 stock if i'm not mistaken yeah well actually rolling back to the transition from the v8 stock to the super stock so everybody back like when i ran v8 stock and i was always the zero one car done up like the general lee 
in that V8 stock year, everybody's calling us a cheater. Y'all, you're a cheater this, you're a cheater that. And my cousin, he was always zero one, so I always got mistaken for my cousin. So I kept saying to my dad, I need to find my own identity. He's like, well, your number in sports was always 13. And he says, plus Smokey Eunuch was 13. So if the shoe fits, so that's how we turned the 13 with the black and the gold. That's funny. I was just going to ask, because like, this is my favorite question. I'm so interested in this stuff. I was going to ask, like, have you always had the same number? And is there like a story behind the number? No. So I always loved Dukes of Hazard growing up. And so my cousin, so he Who built didn't? the first. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so my cousin, he built the first general leaf for the Delaware Enduro. So when I started, I always looked up to my cousin. So I wanted to be the zero one as well. Mm. Well, as the years progressed, everybody's like, oh, it's Jason Chapman. No, no, I'm Jaden Chapman. Jason, he's since retired racing, blah, blah, blah. So then I always, like, I've always been number 13 in the sports because my birthday's on the 13th. And it's funny because my son's birthday's on the 13th and my sister's on the 13th. So yeah, when it came time to look at changing, 13 was without a doubt the number we're going to go with but then it just worked out that smoke unix paint scheme was same number so we went with that and everybody's loved it ever since we went blue one year and everybody begged us to go back to the black <laughs> once you get a certain identity with a with a paint scheme and a number you're kind of stuck with it i find yeah we, we like you said we tried doing the blue and gold we did that for a sponsor anniversary Yep. And even them at the end of the year, they're like, okay, you, you've got to go back to the black. <laughs> that was the sponsor that told you you had to go back to the black and gold, or was that just everyone yeah. else? The uh, sponsor and everybody else. We put a poll up on that. The season after we did the blue and gold, we put a poll up on Facebook. And I think we had a thousand votes yes, go back to black, and two <laughs> stay with the blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I the people things. have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome though. But like even doing something nice for the sponsors like that, that's that's always good to see uh drivers do, even if it's just you know for at the end of the year, just change up your colors. But yeah, the fact that everyone's like just just put it back, just have it back black is yeah. uh is, is awesome. Um if I remember correctly, so I haven't met you yet, obviously in person, but if I remember correctly, I think I did put I think, uh, did you come out to Flamborough Speedway in 2020 at all when the yeah. CVNs were there? Yeah, I came out twice. I, well, I came out once with the car for the first race of 2020. Yeah. And then the Frostfest race, we put Joe Lawrence in the car. So I'm trying to remember, because I, I think I got a video of your car. I slow-moded and stuff like that. And I think it was your car. Yeah, that was the first race that year. Was that the first race? I... I took so many slow mos that in 2020, I don't even remember like when I took them. So yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. I just love the slow mo look, and it helps. Yeah. Well, actually, the slow mo video you took of the car that was this car's first ever race. Really? Yeah. So this car, like the one behind me right now, my wife and I, my we had an old perimeter late model that Kirk Hooker used to run. Yep. And we posted it for sale. Because we're going to, again, okay, we did our couple of years in late models, budget, and this, that, and the other thing. So we're going to sell it and go back down to Superstock. Well, I'm going, we're going, I think my wife and I are going to Toronto or something for the weekend. 
And she's like, oh, we got to stop at McCall Racing Square for a bill. Okay, no problem. So we go walking in and Mike McCall's got a big smile on his face. Well, I didn't know my wife went behind my back and she ordered a chassis from Mike McCall for me as a present. Oh, man. So we went in, Mike let us come in, help build the chassis. And then we brought the chassis home bare. And then we finished everything else up in our house, in our little one car garage. Holy crap. That's (laughs) talk about a present. (laughs) Yeah. She, uh, she's falling in love with late malls and doesn't want me. I talked about selling it this year. She's Nope. We're not selling that car. (laughs) (laughs) What, what now, now. I don't, I'm not trying to ruffle feathers. I'm just kind of curious because mm. I remember seeing a post saying that I think you were still thinking of selling the late model at the end of the year. Yeah. So is that still a go or does your wife not want you to? <laughs> so if somebody, anything's for sale for the right price, absolutely. The price tag she's put on it compared to what I've put on it, <laughs> it's going to be a hard sell for her to sell from her. She does not have it priced to sell. No. So <laughs> she's. She's regretted ever since we sold the V8 stock car because she helped build that car. And we sold it and it since disappeared. She's always had regrets about selling it. So since we built this car, especially with having our son help build it, she's, no, we got to keep this one. That's, um, that's, that's a good wife right there. Like, you got a good one. Yeah, yeah. She's been out today all day with me. She was slugging tires, figuring out tires, helped me do the clutch in the car today and help scale it again. Oh. wow hey you know what you know what people always make little fun little sayings like a couple that goes racing racing together stays together or a couple that go to baseball games together stay together kind of thing see it's all about spending family time you know it, yeah. clearly clearly she loves it or else she it, she wouldn't be anywhere near you if you're <laughs> if you're in the, in the shop for the whole day yeah, well, we both spend on top of our rate, our full-time jobs, we spend at least 40 hours a week in the garage on top of our full-time jobs. That's just, yeah, in today's day and age, you have to, to stay even somewhat competitive in the, in any form of racing by the sound, by the, by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man, where do I want to go with this now? So, because we were... Because we've already talked about 2022 a bit, and, and you know it's been a rough year. Um, mm-hmm. So we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look forward to the future here with you. Mm-hmm. Where, so obviously with your son racing, where do you see your racing career in five years? Uh, that one's a hard one to say. Like my son with his racing, it's one of those we're trying to get him to want to drive. He much rather work on the stuff. Oh, okay. The fight we're having with him right now is he always, all year long, he's been saying, I would just want to be a crew chief. I want to get a driver for my truck. I just want a crew chief for it. He loves doing all the technical work, like all the technical front end stuff in my car. He's right in there and does it. So, and he's only eight. Okay. So already right now, I, I'm already afraid to see that kid in five years. <laughs> Cause you know, he's going to under know all the tricks and, Cause uh, was it he? Cause you guys are good friends with Chris Lawrence, right? Yeah. Yeah. If if he's around Chris Lawrence enough, I'm Chris and Joe and all them. It's mm-hmm. he he's gonna be one heck of a crew chief going growing mm-hmm. up by the sounds of it. Well, he's got a bad influence between Chris, Joe, and myself. <laughs> like last night at the track, he wanted to sling change springs in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? It just didn't feel right. 
Yeah, he thinks he needs a different spring, he says. I love that, though. That's 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 one thing I actually love hearing is the fact that he, he already understands what his trick wants and needs, and he just wants to try something different. That's Well, the best part was, was last night was his first race out this season. Yeah. So it was just one of those getting reacquainted with it. Like, he's still got a long ways to go to get up to speed because – like I said, he's only eight, and I think the next youngest is 14 that he's racing against. Oh so he has a long way to learn to drive. But last night, the truck, I guess, was really tight for him in the feature, and he's explained to me, okay, well, Dad, I tried backing my corner up. It didn't help. I tried rolling off the throttle a little earlier and rolling in differently. It didn't help. I tried using my brakes a little bit, and the truck was still tight. It was just too tight. He says, I think it needs more right rear spring. That is a smart kid. Like, well, it, he's been around his whole life like my wife was pregnant and she had our son and a week later we're at the racetrack <laughs> so he's been around his whole life like his he used to mm-hmm. sleep the best at the tracks oh yeah oh boy that could, yeah like it's gonna be trouble growing up i could just like not not in a bad way but like in a good yeah. way yeah like he's, he's gonna be the next chris lawrence with a fleet of cars just just yeah. living life. Just living life. I, <laughs> that's awesome to hear, though. Well, the biggest thing is, too, is we love how he has a heart. Like, he found out when Chris, unfortunately, got caught up in a wreck with Jesse Kennedy's car there a couple weeks ago. Yep. Lucas got home, instantly saw the video, and picked up the phone and called Chris. Hey, buddy, oh. you okay? Aww. He hates it when people wreck their cars. Aww. Man. Hey. That's awesome. You know, that's great that he has a heart. That is mm-hmm. the generation that we need in racing. It's like that. Uh, yeah. So, Jesus, I don't. How? Where do you go from that? I'm sorry. We. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, realistically, like, you know, we just talked. We just talked about your son because you know he got himself into racing. Uh, you know, he he's now. He's running a truck now. Okay, so now here's my question. Is I figured out where my question was going to go. So what <laughs> all can you do to one of those mini trucks? They're actually pretty insane. They've got full coilover suspension in them. Like The front suspension is pretty much miniaturized from the late model. You can do a lot to them. So that was definitely a good division to get himself acclimated with driving because if it's roughly the same idea, then it's great learning so, for them. He well, he started out racing lawnmowers. Yes, I remember track. seeing that. So he started out that, and then we used to go down to Grand Bend and help Haley McMichael all the time. He's he's taking a big shine to her. We always kid him because oh, Haley's your girlfriend. He you know, gets fruit <laughs> right in the face, and no, she's not. Then when she finally got a boyfriend, he just got right mad and won't talk <laughs> to the boyfriends. So he he got. And with being always wanting to help and learn, Cleveland Ellis would always show up with Connor Ellis and his daughter Tegan, and he always have a fleet. Well, Lucas would always go over and help them. So the Ellis's were actually the ones to help him out get the truck, because we we're going to get Lucas. We were talking about getting Lucas a Sprint, and he's yeah. like, ah, no, I don't like them. They're ugly. So then we we're going to get him a J car, and then because he wanted to get one and paint it up like my car, and then. Uh, Chris says, no, no, don't get one. My neck still hurts after all these years. <laughs> so we get him the truck. Around. Yeah, so we get him the truck with full suspension and whatnot. 
And of course, the story of having your own identity comes back up. I said to him, I said, buddy, you can't be 13. We got to get your own thing. So he sat down real hard and he's like, I've got a number figured out, but we have to go to McCall's. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So we had to go get parts and whatnot. He goes up to Joe Lawrence says, okay, am I allowed to be the 78? Are you okay with that? And I kid you not, Joe Lawrence's answer was, you can be 78, buddy, as long as you win. If you lose, you have to be 28. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. It was hilarious because the his first four races ever in the truck, he's literally getting upset because he wasn't winning. He's like, I'm going to have to change my name to be 28 and be like Chris. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's awesome! So, uh, yeah, he, but I see that I still see that he's seventy-eight. So that's yeah. I, oh man, that's 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 adorable. That's a that's like the cuteness story of the year, right there. If yeah. we were to have something like that, that's that's it right there. Um. So I so obviously yeah, you're gonna have, you know, you you got you got a, yourself a great kid there, who loves racing, was working on cars, um. You know, it, where, where do you see yourself next year? Do you think you're going to be back in the pro late model? Do you think? So we're hoping sponsor wise that we can keep running. Yep. Like we try to, we have a lot smaller sponsors. We always try to keep them with local sponsors or smaller companies because late model, some of these guys ask for 40, 50 grand sponsorship and it's real hard for the small companies. So we'd sooner take the smaller money and support a local company as opposed to taking the big money and support a big company. Like, mind you, if they were to come up, we wouldn't turn it down, but we won't go looking for the big money. We'd much rather go help the smaller stuff. Yeah, that's understandable. You know, it's it's tough in this day and age to, to even get sponsors. So like, mm-hmm. like the old saying goes, anything helps. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and so- it's a support local that that even makes a big difference because if, you know, they feel like it's, what is it? How am I going to, it's like, it's like small town uh, high school football. Yeah. You know, the all the locals get behind it. If that team's going on to States. Well, it's like, right? it becomes more of a part of the community. Like Sarnia is known for having these couple of real big car shows in one of the parks. Yep. And I've always brought my cars there. And so when we show up, it's great because all the local sponsors are there. So they get to come out and see the car and the community gets to see the car. And the car just more or less becomes more part of the community because this show, like they usually have four or 500 cars show up to, and they, the people that run it come up to us all the time saying, we have people here just asking to come see the race car because we put the kids in and out of them. Cause when kids go to car shows they are told you can't touch. Yep. But we'll put, I think Lucas put almost 200 kids through his truck. I put probably 150 kids through my car. Wow. But see that yeah. that's right there. That's how that's how you also try to help out and get families to the racetracks. Yeah. Well, right. It, it's humbling with some of the stories that you get out with people. Oh, I haven't been to Delaware in years. I haven't been here. I haven't been there. And or oh, I just started coming this year because I watched all this stuff. So it's just another way to get out there. And you know what? That's kind of funny because I've been hearing the same kind of thing. Um, so I'd run the Sobble Speedway uh media pages. So I, I've jumped us onto, I've kind of brought us up to more 21st century uh, technology here. But one of the cool things is we've also launched onto TikTok. 
and there's been people's like, oh, I haven't been to Sawwell Speedway since the 90s. I'm like, well, come on on out. We got a great, you know, it's it's so cool hearing people talk about the past and saying like, oh, we haven't been there in years. I'm like, well, come on out. Like, it's tons of family fun. Like, bring the family. Yeah, Sawwell's such an awesome track. Oh, I'm go. I, I'm counting down the days here because I'm <laughs> uh, I'm going up for the. Uh, uh, their midweek bash there, bash yeah. for cash. Uh, me and the girlfriend we're gonna go camp out for the week, so uh, we're counting down the uh, counting down the days before we go, before we go for a vacation up there. So we're, mm. I'm excited actually. Uh, this will be my first race back since 20, 2010. I haven't been oh, to Solvo since twenty ten. So yeah. we're going I'm, back Saturday. You're going Saturday. Yeah. Are you taking the late model or? No, gonna... we bought a legend. Oh, all right. Oh, did you? Yeah. Damn it. No, I wish I was going. <laughs> I, I know a few of them. I, I know a few guys uh, who are who are with Joe Media. They're taking their cars up to Sobble for the weekend. So they're going to run the uh, combined four division up there. So okay. they, uh, yeah, you'll see them. They're, they're annoying. Uh... <laughs> We're trying to talk Chris into bringing his car up, but he doesn't want to. You, you got to try a little bit harder. Call him out right now. I'm sure he's going to listen to this one. Well, he's on a string of five, going for five in a row, right? Like five races in a row. So he's, he's pretty tight right now with time. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a busy man. Yeah. Like, now you have to call him once a week just to see what he's doing to make sure he's not stressed. Yeah. Hey, you know what? At least you guys are giving each other a shout and making sure you guys are good. Right. Yeah. We try to keep in touch all the time. Well, I kind of have to. He's my spotter. And then <laughs> whenever he buys a jalopy bone stock, I'm the one he calls to run. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, okay. So, we're, we're going we're gonna to jump over to our fan question period. As mm-hmm. uh, you saw earlier, we tagged your uh, – uh, I'm not friends with you on Facebook, so I couldn't t- tag you personally. But uh-huh. uh, I tagged in your uh, race team name here. So we got a couple questions for you, and are you are you ready to answer them? Sure. All right. So the first one comes from Sarah Catherine. She goes, "What paint scheme are you running on your Legends car? I'm curious if you'll stick with the rainbow look from the Bone Stock, and also which type of racing do you like the most? Late models, Bone Stocks, or lawnmowers?" So right now, the Legend car is just a red and black wrap that was on the car when we bought it. It's still actually going to be the number forty-two. Um, I'm going to stay away from the rainbow warrior paint scheme that miss Sarah, <laughs> miss Penny painted for the bone stock that I last ran for them. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty much like any form of racing. As long as it's got four wheels, I'll, I enjoy it. Well, that's something I'm going to bring up after. Cause I want, I want to, I want to ask your opinion on it. Um, so he goes, uh, we have George Parsons and then say, uh, and they go, Jaden Chapman and Jessica Chapman, how do you like working with the crew from the salt? Oh, the, the Sims crew. We absolutely love working with them. The Jordan Sims, George and Greg and Barry and all them, they're just an absolute great, great, great group of people that we do. And working with Jordan is really teaching me a lot. He's such a great driver. And with having to do the help with like the setup adjustments throughout the day at APC, it really helps having a driver that can break a corner down in six segments throws you for a loop 
<laughs> I'd say so. Absolutely awesome driver and absolutely awesome group of people. I'm gonna say this that I I I as soon as I heard from their they're from uh, Sault Ste. Marie, I I'm sh- I'm shocked that they travel this far just to come pro late model racing down here. Yeah, that's that's a hike every every weekend there on the tour. Yeah, last week last year was really rough on them because it was almost every week they were down. So they went with a part time schedule for this year. Yeah, and that's understandable. And then uh, so we got one more question here, and it's from the wild world of motorsports podcast they actually replied to it replied to uh, my story here today kind of mm-hmm. happy about it and uh they said did someone in your family drive the number 49 oscar super late model because it's the same paint scheme uh no i'd love to run a super late model but nobody in my family's ever ran one and i'm just double checking over on my other posts here making <laughs> sure there was no more and uh, it looks like we are in the clear. So that is all our fan questions for tonight. Uh, Jaden, we want to thank you for uh, taking the time to answer them. Uh, make sure you guys are – and to everyone who's listening, make sure you guys tune in every Sunday at noon on to Joe Media and Promotions on Facebook and Instagram. And we will let, let you guys know who is going to be our next week's guest. So once again, Jaden, we want to thank you for answering those questions for us. Thank you. Um, going back to the four wheels and uh, a motor situation here, how fun is it to run the lawnmowers? Have you ever run one or has it just been your yeah. son? Yeah, I've ran, they, they have their mod division. I've ran that and then they have a super mod division and those things, they make about 144 horsepower <sighs> off a 20 horse engine and run on alcohol. They're pretty hmm. fun. <laughs> okay. So the only reason I'm bringing this up is because one, I seen that your son is a, is, is a lawn was, it was a lawnmower racer Two where the hell does this happen so there's a little town called petrolia okay and there's a little itty bitty dirt track that they run out there when when do they run because i need to find out when i can book a weekend to go down that way so 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 i can go watch so their facebook page is western ontario outlaws or and they race every other sunday so they had a race today so it'll be off and then they'll be racing well two sundays from now and then they do a bunch of the fairs and all that too i'm in the wrong part of ontario i swear because like (laughs) i thought like none of that cool stuff happens down here i've never heard of this that stuff down here but my first introduction to it was actually a a, this is going to sound bad i'm going to call myself out it was a it was a uh a rom-com but i can't remember what it was called i think it was called like the prince in me or something like that and the prince was big into motor was big into cars and stuff like that and the family that um he came over to to uh, well not family he came to see but girl he was hitting on uh her family was in to lawnmower racing and he was essentially showing them ropes on how to tune their engines and get it and get it a little bit quicker yeah. and ever since then i've been hooked on lawnmower racing and i've never been able to find it so yeah. until I came across your Facebook page and saw that there there's somewhere in Ontario, there's a freaking lawnmower race. I'm like, I need to figure out where one, where this is two. I need to know when they run it just so I can go watch, because I think it would just be an absolute hoot to go watch. Yeah. Well, some of them like their outlaw class is absolutely crazy. They run on Hoosiers with bead locks and they got little itty bitty front brakes on them too. 
I, and they run an alcohol turn about 12,000 RPM. <laughs> and literally, these engines start out at life as a 20 horse V twin lawnmower engine. <laughs> like the fact that someone like took off the deck and was like putting all these, start upgrading all this stuff on a lawnmower one blows my mind and two makes it that much more intriguing because there's so much ingenuity to get it to that point. Oh, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like the one super mod we used to run, same thing. It started life out as a 13 horse Honda single and it was making close to 70 horse on alcohol. And it's pretty much a go-kart, a lawnmower turned into a go-kart. <laughs> but no roll cage. That makes it a lot more fun in my opinion. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's it. I'm, I'm booking a weekend and I'm going down to, Delaware Friday, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway Saturday, and getting up to that damn uh, small small lawnmower racetrack on a Sunday. Got to make sure I line that up right because that would just yeah. be – That'd be the perfect weekend. I've, I'm trying to – I would love to line up uh, uh, Oshwegan, Maryville, Humberstone, and just kind of like camp out in the area for the weekend. I think I'm trying to figure out how to, how to set something like that up because I think that would be fun as well. Ugh. But uh, so we so we're just about to wrap up here, and we're gonna let you go here in just a couple of minutes. So, first of all, let uh, let's where when's your next race? Uh, right now we're 50 50 on going back to Delaware this coming Friday. We're either going to gear up and finish off the season at Delaware, or we're going to shift gears and we're going to gear up and do the Sobble Beat the Heat 150. Okay. And then do the big 70, well, the big 70 lapper at Delaware. They're 70th anniversary race event yep and just do a couple of the bigger money races since we're clear we're way out of the championship this year so might as well shift gears and try some win some big money instead big money we've spent this year (laughs) (laughs) a lot of it's been cosmetic though no or has it been a lot of mechanical as well a lot of suspension okay yeah Yeah. this the only thing we've really changed is the right, well, I guess the whole right side, the fender, the door, and the quarter. But the other ones were all the right front suspension. And then last race was all the rear suspension. Man, you are not winning, but hopefully that, that hopefully the luck turns around. Well, on the bright side, the car is fast. And every time we've wrecked it, it's come back even faster. <laughs> you know what? There, there's, a, there's a store on, it's not a story, but I know for a fact um you know david elliott yep okay so i think uh when uh jr fitzpatrick first came back to pro late model racing after the oscar super late model stuff uh he was racing flambro and david's car david never really had new cars he always had about like six seven eight year old as even as lately back as 10 year old stuff and uh he the the right front of the frame was bent i think it was two to four inches up so and he was able to pass jared fitzpatrick on the outside and keep him like and just and just like go around him as if it was nothing so you know sometimes they get bent to the track yeah that's exactly it sometimes they they just they work better they work better when they're bent Mm mm-hmm and you know it's 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 crazy when when some some when that happens. So hopefully your luck turns around and, and the speed obviously is already there, but 
but it, it, like I said, each week it goes back faster. So uh, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you here? Yeah, just want to thank you guys for having us on there. I want to thank like my big sponsors like Tech Heat and Aquid Auto Parts, Interface Auto, well, sorry, Interface Testing, Klondike Lubricants, St. Germain Oil Body, Canada Steel, Crystal Clear Janitorial. I have to thank my wife, Jessica, my family, and everybody that helps and supports us. Where they where can they find you on uh, social media? So we have uh, our Facebook, well, our Facebook is Redline Motorsports. And then we have Instagram, which is Jaden Chapman 13. And then we have our YouTube channel, which my wife's in editing a video right now. It's Redline Motorsports as well. I can't, I don't remember if I even subscribed to that. Yet. I'm going to have to get over and make sure I sub- <laughs> make sure I am subscribed to that so I can watch all the videos. Yeah, um, we're getting ready to do the Delaware video and then we're going to do Lucas's video later in the week from his race. All right. Well, we're definitely going to have to keep it, keep an mm-hmm. eye out and, uh, and, uh, and make sure we give that, give that a watch when, uh, when I got, when I got a free second. Uh, but yeah, man, we want to thank you for coming on. Uh, it was definitely a pleasure time with you and, uh, and getting to know you a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, man. Good luck the rest of the year. Thank you. And look forward to talking to you soon. All right, man. Have a good night. Okay. You too. All right. Bye now. Bye. All right, guys. That was the driver number 13 pro late model from Delaware Speedway. That was Jaden Chapman. Of course, we want to thank Jaden for uh, taking a, taking a bit tonight and uh, chatting with us. And, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed, uh, enjoyed that conversation. Uh, looking ahead here. Actually, not even looking ahead. We're going to talk about the present. So today... <laughs> Cause it was, it was something that involved today with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were up at the market and we were having a lot of fun. And so my friend Taylor from Taylor to you, she was, she asked me earlier this week if I wanted some more tumblers made up because as you know, we started having tumblers and they're Joe media, true North racing podcast design. And they look amazing. Uh, you picked, like I already said earlier, you picked yourself up one. And I currently have one still for sale. <laughs> I still have one. You guys thought you bought them all? No, you did not. <laughs> I don't, like, I'll be honest, they looked wicked in the pictures and stuff. But then I actually got mine and I'm like, it, it's even better. You know what's even cooler? In person in hand. Here, here's the cool thing. Guess who's going to get a couple made up for themselves? Who's that? Alex Stewart. Is gonna nice. get one made up, yeah. And sounds like Cameron Thompson might get one too, like their own personal, like their, their own personalized ones. That'd be really cool. So Taylor awesome. from Taylor to you does does great work. She, like I said, like I've said it multiple times, she has designed our logos. She's done a lot of essentially stuff to get us to where we are. <clears throat> and I love how you still just like holding it there while you're drinking. <laughs> Ooh, ah. Uh, <laughs> i know you guys on on who are listening to this right now some of you guys can't see what is going on but megan has been holding up her her jumbo media <laughs> cup and, and kind of just hold, just showing it like a hand model would um but also today uh she dropped out she gave me a blank one which was kind of cool and i already and i already spoke about this a little bit like i said but i'm going to show everyone on youtube right now so by the end of the year, I'm hoping to have this filled up with everyone's signature. I also got to get Morgan because Morgan shows like the best spot ever right at the bottom there. <laughs> so 
even though Morgan <laughs> Robson doesn't race anymore because he is the car owner, I was like, you know what? I still got to get him. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron actually put the hack Thompson on there. <laughs> Who, what else? Brandon McFeeny or Brandon Feeney put beefy. 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 You know, we got your dad, Rick, Michael, Alex. Oh, sorry, Alex. Yours kind of rubbed your hand, your your number your kind of rubbed off a little bit, but I'll fix it for you. Don't worry. Uh, it's just an aesthetic. Uh, yeah, even I signed it. But at the end of the year, the plan is, is that we're going to hopefully have all Joe Media drivers have it signed. And we're going to do a huge giveaway at the end of the year, which I think would, would be mm-hmm. a great way to send out the season. Get some shirts, get some ha- whatever. Try to you know see if anyone wants to donate something. And we'll put a whole prize pack together and get it out for November. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, and if I don't find my keychains, I'm just going to make some freaking so I'll be honest, those, those keychains that I said. I know. Jacqueline <laughs> needs a new one, she said. I, I have to find them. I said to Rachel, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to end up finding them Monday morning. Yeah. After I don't need them for the weekend anymore because the weekend's over. But I might just make new ones with my, like, this new car's number design on there. I think, I the think one, that's a good the idea. Because the one on there is Chase and I's from last year. And the other, the orange one, is going to be Newsflash. That's going to be my 2023 design. Ooh. Yeah. So. I'm, but yeah. I'm excited to see it now. <laughs> but yeah, we... Yeah. Man, we so if you if anyone wants a Joe Media Cup, we have one left for sale. As Megan's <laughs> pulling up again, we have one left for sale. Get a hold of me. Uh, we may do more. So if you're interested in one, let me know and I will hook you guys up and get you guys some uh in the future here. But I want to I want to make a bigger order um as we go. That's that's the kind of plan I want to go with. We want to make bigger orders. So that mm-hmm. way I have stock. I want to, I want to start having stock stuff. So that way it's like, Hey, are you going to be at this track tonight? Yeah. Can you bring this, this, and this? Absolutely. Boom. Drop it off to them. I'll just walk around with a bag full of it all. Like, I'm gonna lie, you want so- some Domo media apparel? I got you covered. You want some? <laughs> Come talk to me. Hey, that's the plan is, is two years. I want to have a, have a merch trailer. That'd be so sick. And essentially what's going to be involved in the merch trailer is wherever we go is that is where, so like if we go to Flamborough one night, we're not going pit side. We're going grandstand side. We're going to shut up, set up a tent, going to sell our merch there. Or obviously we got to talk to the tracks first. Mm-hmm. Same thing with sunset, Sawwell, all, all the tracks. If we're going out to support a, a driver that night, essentially, and or whatever we're doing. But if, if they, if the drivers we're working with have merch, they can essentially give it to us. We'll sell it for them. And the money that goes, will go back to them. So if they're running, let's say, let's say Brandon Feeney who runs Peterborough, but we go to freaking Delaware and we're set up there and someone's like, Oh, can I get a beefy shirt? Absolutely. Guess what? <laughs> that whatever we just sold that beefy shirt go, goes for will be sent straight to uh, Brandon Feeney to go help his program. That'd be wicked. So essentially we're not making profit off of other driver stuff we'll make profit off our own stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but we're going to have, I want to get a whole lineup of goodies for us to start selling. Mm-hmm. So we're going to work on that over the weekend or not over the weekend, over the winter. <laughs> that is not a weekend activity. I'm telling you that right <laughs> no. now. I am waiting until we're done all our recording stuff and I can start preparing for next year. Because next year, I, th- I feel like might be bigger. I guess year's already I, blown up. Oh, drove yeah. 36 drivers now because we signed a new one today. That's crazy. It is crazy. I didn't think we were going to get more than 15 this year. Mm-hmm. We so quite literally over like doubled, not even doubled that. Like it's more than doubled it. Yeah. That's I, from last year to this year, we have over doubled our drivers. Which is awesome. So if you guys want to be a Joe Media driver, stay tuned at the end of the year because our spots sound like they're going to go quick. Essentially, I've already had three people already sign on for next year. Holy. So Ty Cavillin, the number seven pro late model, he's um, he already said he wants to come back next year. Um, Cameron and uh, Alex, they both said they want to come back next year. You guys are guaranteed for life, essentially, from we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, who knows where everything else is going to go? Mm-hmm. But man, am I excited for this journey? Like, I'm so thankful to have, you know, someone like you who's like, I remember when we were just used to talk about the True North Racing podcast. Yeah. Like, you would hit me up after the podcast drop and like, Oh my god, I love this, or I didn't I didn't like this part, but I love this part, and I love mm-hmm. the fact you talked and I love like the fact that you asked my question. <laughs> and now look at this. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> not me. Definitely <laughs> yeah. not me. <laughs> but that's that's the beauty of this. Exactly. You never know where life's gonna take you, you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-mm. And you know, to have someone like you who loves talking about racing coming on here talking about it is absolutely amazing because like i know quite a bit you can help me out where it's especially the pure sock <laughs> stuff because i was mostly with the late model stuff so you can help me understand the the younger the not the younger stuff but mm-hmm. the the lower levels whereas mm-hmm. i you know i understand more of the 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 late models the super stock stuff like that and mm-hmm. it, it works well it does it literally yeah and of course, you know, you never know what shenanigans are going to get into or <laughs> what's going to come out of my mouth because Lord knows I'm going to get in trouble. Some which, is fun- <laughs> which is funny because that's exactly what I thought was going to happen last night at Peterborough. I thought I was never going to be welcome back. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm telling this story. So, <laughs> oh boy, Megan knows exactly what I'm talking about here. So yesterday, Jack and I, we went to, uh, uh, we went to Peterborough and we, we were enjoying the racing and I was like, I want to go over and I want to go pick up a souvenir. I was just going to grab like a sticker or something, see if they had like a Peterborough Speedway sticker. Uh, and so we walked over, I went over and, and talked to Brad and I come back and the, uh, the late, I'm, I'm walking up to the, up to the souvenir stand at, at Peterborough. And I felt, I feel so bad for this lady because she was so sweet and she played it off so well um she she goes up she she's like i walk up she's like oh are you looking to get some uh brownies or cookies and the next words out of my mouth was why because i'm fat 
I've never seen a lady's mouth drop so fast in my life. She was all smile and happy. And then she went shocked. Just at, no words. And she's like, no, 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 no. I was like, ah, whatever. Right. I was like, I'm going to take the brownies though. <laughs> like I still got brownies. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I got to get the brownies. Like, but she was so nice. She played it off. It was so if anyone from Peter bros listening, I'm so sorry. So can someone apologize to the lady <laughs> that runs the concession or the, the souvenir stand on the fan side at Peter Bro, please for me? You know, I'm going to message Brandon and go go tell her next week. I'm like, can you go up to that lady and please send my condolences? My like, condol- I'll, or my, my apologies, my not my condolences, my apologies <laughs> for what I said. Oh, that was brutal. But like, I feel like you have to know you. To understand some of your comments, think, that it's not serious. It's just a joke. It's yeah, just your humor. I, <laughs> like, I got a dark sense of humor, guys. I'm gonna be honest. So, so just so whenever you say something like that to someone that doesn't know you, I feel like you're probably like this is gay. <laughs> serious? Yeah, I need. I I really need to start putting a filter on. But it's, <sighs> just sometimes it just it's like daily life. It just slips right out. But. I feel so bad. I'm going to get Brandon to go up to that lady and tell her my, I'm sorry. <laughs> and say, like, I'll, I'll even send a voice clip and everything. And he, he would like to send you this. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was such, it was such a great night. Um, looking forward to this week. Make sure you guys also are listening to, or find is not listening because we don't do anything throughout the week. We just have this on that airs Tuesdays. Uh, make sure you guys tune in Fridays to our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I really need to get better at Twitter again. I used to be so good at it. Now I'm just feeling like I'm terrible. Um, but yeah, we, you guys make sure you guys are tuning into our Joe media rundowns. I know I did not add one this week. It's, it's been a crazy day and uh, unfortunately wasn't able to get everything all added in the way I wanted to, as I usually do. Um, so make sure you guys see the, the Joe media posts about our rundown to find out where all our drone media drivers ran. Um, we are going to have, I was going to have, I was going to do a vlog today. I started it. Like I did start it. And then hmm. I don't know, just the conversations we were having. It just, exactly. that we were having too much fun. I was like, you know what? Let's just have fun today. Let's just enjoy our day. Mm-hmm. We no need to, to add work, like add extra work to it. I already made everyone else move their cars around. So, <laughs> and it still wasn't straight and it still bugged the hell out of me. I didn't even notice. And usually I know oh. stuff like that. So I, I, I think it's, oh, next time I'm going to be more organized with it. I'm going to bring spray paint <laughs> and be like, this, this, this is where you that, like, up. I'll write your car number in. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. This week, make sure you guys are tuning in to find out where you guys are going to find us or find the Joe Media Drivers this week. I am taking the week off from racing. I will not be going to a track this weekend. Um, oh. Uh-oh. No, it's nothing bad. I just, I thought about it because Kate's not here. And I feel like it's something that needs to be said. Oh, what's that? Because, like, this girl, man, Kate, not anywhere that I'm pointing. Um, I just want to say that I'm proud. Because, like, I was watching Race Monitor last night, and she led 13 
freaking laps and finish third amongst like 13 or 14 fast cars. I don't know. She's not here to talk about it, but I am. <laughs> and I literally sat there watching race monitor crying over it. <laughs> so I'm just going to mention that like For- just like a quick little rundown. Hey, I wasn't even allowed to touch my phone during that second mini stock feature. <laughs> Jacqueline had my phone and was like, you're not allowed to touch this until the end of the feature. I'm like, all right. And like, she was holding her breath and I looked at her. I'm like, you better not hold your breath for the next 20 laps. <laughs> like, and that wasn't a dig. Like, I was just like, she's starting yeah. to see her. She's like, she's like bracing herself like, against the fence. Just like this. A long time to hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need but to breathe. <laughs> you're right, though. So proud of Caitlin running, you know, ran, was the leader for 13 laps. Uh, ended off third, you know, big, big up for her. I think her mom posted that she's again, like just last weekend, she set a new personal track, um, personal time better. And this weekend she upped that and made it faster. So I'm just proud. So her best time in the second feature was 18 flat. And the first one, 18 flat again. That's wicked. So, hey, that's legit 18 flat in first practice. I want to see if I can find another time here. Mm. And then 18 one. Wow. So, like, see her confidences. She's getting like, better each week again, and yeah. I love it to see it. Like, I feel bad that she's not here to talk about it, but I know I'll talk about it for her because those happy. Hopefully, and I mean, and I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really watch anything other than like the CBMs, the Pure Stocks, and the Mini Stocks. So, I will also say Cam Thompson picked up his fourth feature win. And guess what? Guess what? That and just equals us out to. Pardon? That, guess what? That just equals us to equaled us out to. What? That's 14 victory lanes. Ooh. That's the 14th trip to victory lane in 2022 for a Jumbo Media driver. Wow. Then I will give a shout out too because sh- shit. Wow. I'm getting tired. A shout out because I did see that. Okay. And I was about to say it. I still say Nicole Stewart because it doesn't feel right yet to me that Nicole Givens got her first win. Yes. And that was that was exciting to see. So oh yeah, like wow, that was an exciting like I, I'm so mad that I wasn't there to see any of this stuff, but that's exciting. That's yeah, all like that big, was a good big congratulations goes out to Nicole Givens. Um definitely, you know, the people that were behind her, they could, you know, it those it are some of the best baseball guys. It that was coming eventually, and that you could see from a mile away. But here's the here's the thing, eh? Mm-hmm. Her question last week that we had with Eric, I thought about that too. Alex brought that up today too. Yeah. Yeah, he goes. It's like you almost you almost have to like edit that out because now they all have one win. Yeah, and I I was going to say to him too on the or to Eric on the podcast when she asked that. I was going to say, well, hold it. Cause I know that she said about who's going to get a second win. And I was going to say, well, hold on. Let's 
change it a little bit, who's going to get the next win? Yeah. And include Nicole. I'm like, it's coming. It is. It's right around the corner. So. But yeah, congratulations to uh, Nicole Gibbons on getting her first career win last night. That's that's big. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan, are you hitting up a track this week? I we just went around exactly where, like we started off here. Yeah. Uh, um, are you heading to a track this weekend? I don't know. Was it the APC at Flambro? APC's at Flambro with the mini stocks, and I think the outlaw midgets or the KM midgets, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to a track at all this coming weekend. I think I'm pre-planned, so. Yeah. Weekend after that. Weekend after, I'm back at Flamborough. Exactly. The CVMs will be back. My next two weeks after after the second off week is just going to be jam-packed. You know, we Hmm. got, we'll be, Jacqueline and I will be going to Sobble. For mm-hmm. the cash, dash for cash. Right. And I think you guys are heading up that weekend. I don't know if we're going to make it to Sobble that weekend. Oh. I know. I'm Because I was going to try to book it like the entire week off work. That way I could. You could have come a long haul for us. Yeah. But I wasn't able to get it off work. And I'm like. I mean, I'll still see if. Because now that Cody has a camping trailer. It might make it a little more easier to go cody come on buddy yeah hello cody if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) oh boy we're gonna we're getting ourselves in trouble here again but uh yeah i know this weekend i won't be at a racetrack um i don't know what the plans are uh told uh told taylor today that because she Mm -hmm. uh, i'm not saying dates because i do not like to celebrate it Mm -hmm. um my uh my birthday is coming up i'm not saying dates but taylor wants taylor and uh her mom want to take me out uh my good friend taylor and her mom want to take me out for uh my 30th birthday for like a lunch or something like that i just told him like i don't give a damn we can just hang out Mm -hmm. uh because apparently jacqueline's working and uh jacqueline's dad wants to take the kids for a couple hours so i'm like all right Mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm gonna do but and they put out that offer, so yeah. yeah. So I know I'm not heading to a track this weekend, which is fine. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes you just need a break. Exactly. You know, we it 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 was it, times are different compared to what they were 20 years ago. Um, but yeah. So we're. I don't even know where the hell I'm going to go with this now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Can't oh my out goodness! What, what the segue was going to uh, be? I, I couldn't think of a good segue. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening to the True North Racing Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. Make sure you guys stay tuned to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages to keep updated on everything to do with the with. The, wow, I was about to say young drivers can even modify it. <laughs> can you tell I got too much on the go? <laughs> Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on everything to do with Joe Media and promotions and to see where all our drivers are going to be racing where the personalities are going to be shown as we were shown today that's for sure um and uh yeah make sure you guys follow us on facebook and instagram 
Uh, you guys can find us pretty easily. It's uh, Megan Mitchell uh, 73 on Instagram. I'm Jomo932, I think, on <laughs> Instagram. I forget which one, mm. which one it is. Sure. Uh, my numbers are just like the same, but they're all just like different. I did notice that like they're like slightly tweaked. They're slightly tweaked. And it all depends on availability. That's all that it is. That's it depends fair. on availability. But usually I can I either get 932 or 329. Um, yours is three two nine. Am I three two nine on Facebook or on Instagram? On Instagram. All right, so I'm nine three two on TikTok. That's what it is. <laughs> Are you checking that now? Yep. Oh, stop <laughs> checking me. Pardon. Sorry. It's yeah. It's it's nine three two. Yeah. See how slightly switching them up just a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and Instagram. As you guys can find out all our adventures throughout this throughout the summer and throughout the uh, off season, because I'm sure we're going to be getting into some more trouble come the off season, because uh, we got some big things coming. I haven't discussed with Megan yet, but it'll be ended up in our group chat. So, <laughs> uh, Megan, is there anything else you want to say before we head out for the night? Um, nothing particularly. No. All right. Once again, guys, thank you guys for listening to the True North Race Podcast brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. Make sure you guys tune in next Sunday to find out who our next week's guest is going to be. But for right now, we're heading out for the night. Talk to you guys later. Bye now. So...